This is the War Room Roundtable Podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Oh, no, this is great. Uh, yeah, Natasha, Natasha Miller, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome yeah. to have you here. Glad, glad for you to be on the word. Yeah. Um, this is going to be exciting. Uh, we had a conversation briefly before we hit record. Turns out you're crushing it. You've got multiple businesses. We all somehow have interrelated networks. So this is it's just got everything, all the ingredients to make the kind of soup people want for the day. Soup du jour, as Good. they say. Uh-huh. Uh, so with that said, I think the question I think always makes the most sense when talking to an entrepreneur is, Natasha, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Hmm. Nope. That's interesting. Okay. Because you have multiple businesses. So how, yeah. now, now the question is, how did you get to that point? Is it because you don't come from a family of entrepreneurs? Well, it's going to be a little bit of a dramatic um, answer. So hold on to yourself. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to just go deep real quick. Um, I was <laughs> abandoned by my family when I was 16 years old on Christmas day at a, uh, youth homeless shelter. And when you have to fend for yourself at that young of an age, uh, you either figure it out or you die probably. And so I had some skills that I was able to monetize and realize that any skill that I had that was anywhere remotely close to going to be good, <laughs> I would I would do and I would monetize. So I think if I had to really think about whether entrepreneurship was nature or nurture, I think I had to become an entrepreneur to survive. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I love how strong and brave you are for just going into it and just talking about it because I actually can relate a lot to that. Believe it or not. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, I, I can personally vouch for the level of digging deep that you have to go to, to, to become that person without a family. So for me, that's, uh, thank you for sharing that. You didn't have to. Um, and so anyone listening who is a young leader would be leader can see that it really does take just no matter the odds, no matter the obstacle grit, as they mm-hmm. say. And, uh, I think now that you've shared that, at what point were you able to step away from the survival of it to now I have to thrive? And like, because mm-hmm. mindset is plays a big role in whether or not you can scale anything. Is this accurate? Right. Or, yeah. right? So I, I mean, I've so, been in a combination of thriving and striving. 
uh, I don't know if the, if the um, fight ever completely goes away, not sure I want it to. <laughs> um, there are some things that uh, I leaned upon to fuel my fire of entrepreneurship and success that no longer served me that were actually um, negative for me. And I never thought I could let go of it. Um, but I had to, cause it was, it was physically hurting me and mentally and emotionally. And I, and I worked with a therapist to like get over that mountain and I'm on the other side of it, but that, you know, I have an incredible life. I get to do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. I get to be as creative and um, crazy as I want with all my business ideas and endeavors, but I have to make sure that people understand that, yes, I have gone from really horrible situations, both, you know, it's a rags to riches story, both financially and emotionally. However, all day long, right. There's, there's moments of joy. There's moments of imposter syndrome and doubt. There's moments of, you know, starting to spiral back into thoughts that were embedded in me when I was younger. And it's not a picture perfect day all day long, every minute. And I just want to make sure that you can separate uh, the gloss from the grit and the reality. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because you look at so many people now, it's like the Instagram family, right? Mm -hmm. We all know none of that's true, right? <laughs> I mean, but but people still continue to do it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I come from very humble backgrounds. I've, I've come from a farm. I'm a farm kid, come from humble backgrounds. My parents were entrepreneurs. It's kind of what got me on it. And, you know, the, the, the military stuff did that for 23 years and then grew tons of companies alongside that. And, but it wasn't easy there was nothing easy about it and my opinion about it's it is no fun is, if it's easy honestly but there's there's nothing worth doing if it's easy right? yeah because <laughs> people like us need that challenge in our life because that's what keeps our heart pumping every day it's mm -hmm. like where's the next target let me let me punch the next target down right <laughs> and and that's what keeps you breathing and keeps you alive right yep. so so i can i can't relate or, or I can sympathize with your story, right? Mm -hmm. I can't relate to it, but just in a different way, right? Of and course. And God forbid that most of the people listening to this had to suffer that low of an inflection point. And some people, you know, it's not a competition, but some right. people have endured much worse situations than I have. But in general, um, I have turned, you know, turned some of this horrible stuff that happened to me into fuel for, you know, success and dreams coming and achieving things that I didn't even think I had access to. And that's yeah. a great next question. What's your fuel? What fuels you? Mm -hmm. What is that fuel? Tell us about that fuel. Yeah. I want to hear it. It's different now <laughs> than it was um, up until 2019. And I would say up till 2019, uh, which is a long time from when I was born, I was fighting to make sure that I was seen as a valuable entity, a valuable person, because I wasn't valued by the very person you're supposed to be valued by. And so, you know, I, I created some incredible things because of that. 
but you can't, you can't keep creating out of a deficit forever. So now what fuels me is being able to give people the information that they needed, especially if they need it and didn't know they needed it. So I'm helping people to scale and grow their businesses by 50% or more. If you want to scale, if you want to, you know, remain flat or just, you know, increase a little bit here and there, I'm not, I mean, I can help you, but I don't actually don't really want to. Um, And then I also am teaching people entrepreneurs specifically the importance of writing their own story, their memoir, um, either either or in addition to the subject matter or topic books that most entrepreneurs are doing. And I, I just released this. It's the story of my life on March 22nd, relentless homeless teen to achieving the entrepreneur dream, the feedback and the relationships and the connectivity that I am experiencing with people I didn't know very well, people that I know very well and people that I have never met before is incredible. It's, I think, I don't know, because I haven't written a subject matter or topic book yet. I think it's so much more impactful. So I want to show these entrepreneurs how, how to do it. I have a system and process for it. And I want to show them, help them figure out what the publishing path is that's best for them, because it's very complicated and confusing. And then, of course, this book has now won three literary awards but is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller. So I want to show them um, how to get there. And so giving basically is my answer. I want to give all this information um, that lights me up. Oh, wow. What a, what a value prop to, to shift from, right? Like from, I want to be this valuable person to like, I know I'm finally accepted that to, I am enough. And now it's mm-hmm. time to, that's such a hard move to make coming from where you came from. Yeah, right. I, being, being frank, I, I'm still in between that it being frank with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know what it took to reach over to that. And it's so exciting. Congratulations on releasing the book. Yeah. Thank you. And it's, it's available everywhere online. Everywhere. I'm going to put it right here for everyone to see <laughs> in the background. Yes. Um, But I would say this, if you have any inclination to read the book, you certainly can buy it. You can buy the Kindle, but if you get the audible version, I promise you there's an experience that you will have that is really different and really amazing. And it's, I'm keeping it a secret because I of course want to tease. I was going to (laughs) say, I promise you, you'll, you'll, after the first or second chapter, you'll be like, wow. You know, this this interview so far has been a masterclass in storytelling. Um, yeah. I can just tell you right now, the way you present yourself, the order that you did things in, and your ability to pivot and shift. This is just me observing. Mm-hmm. I can I can see the the craft and uh, the the time you took to chip away the unessential. Mm-hmm. Uh, to really be who you are to narrow down your message. So I actually trust and believe that just based off those abstract elements, that the work you do with entrepreneurs to get them to that next 50% is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Because it takes 
put, you know, chipping away at all the unnecessary to actually scale what's proper. Right. So I can see that. And is this what entire productions does, or is that a whole? No, entire productions is an event and entertainment production company in San Francisco. We do the wow and amazing over the top creative fun events for Salesforce and LinkedIn and Apple and Google, and just name all the companies in the Bay area that are, you know, tech and huge. Um, That is the company that I've had for 20 plus years. That's what landed me three times on the Inc. 5000 list. And um, I'm the recipient of, and I'm not sure if Entrepreneur Magazine is doing this anymore, but the Entrepreneur 360 Award and, you know, just all these accolades, which of course I was desperate for, you know, to show my value and my worth. Honestly, this is something that is, Long-standing, before even 16 years old, I was treated very unwell, right? Basically told by my mother that I was hated by her every day and that she'd rather kill me and go to jail than have to look at me. This is the message I got my entire life. So you can understand why um, these accolades and these awards and these designations uh, were really important to me. They're still important to me. And I, and I still have um, a part of that needing to be recognized. And I, again, I'm not sure that will all completely dissipate. It's less than it was. In fact, when I see that I have affected or impacted someone positively from the book, it's far more rewarding than the literary awards, the bestseller awards, whatever money is going to come from, uh, you know, the book, seeing the impact that's positive is, is a, it's a drug. Wow. Yeah. It's a dopamine, dopamine hit right there. Right. When you, Mm -hmm. when you get something that comes out, makes you feel good. It hits it. And I'll tell you this right now, you don't, I've known you for a very short amount of time and you don't need accolades. You're an amazing human being. You have a great story. You have a great connection. You have so much good stuff going for you. And like my son says, dad, just go be you, boo. Right? <laughs> and, you know, right. And, and you got a lot going for you. You've got, I can feel your energy, your hit, your, all of that. Right. And that's a rare thing. Right. And yeah. You don't, you don't need somebody else to tell you you're good because you just, you're, you're fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Miller, my yeah. cousin, Official. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, oh, and part, pardon the harsh language, but I'm going to say it how it is. Right. So, I use that so, word uh, often. It's very you're... colorful. <laughs> well, Every you know what? You, you rarely run into people that that really get it, right? Mm. It's a rare thing, right? People that really get it, they've been through a lot of shit in their life and they've just figured out how to maneuver through it. And they've created this beautiful flower out of it, right? And and they didn't just shrivel up and go, well, let me feel sorry for myself and, you know, boo-hoo bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think the expectation for me was that I would turn to drugs, alcohol, things that were very unhealthy for me. My college, I'm sorry, my high school counselors did tell me 
after I graduated, which I barely did, uh, we thought we'd find you, we'd read about you dead in a gutter. Oh my God. Yeah. But meanwhile, um, I was studying classical violin while being abandoned and homeless. So nothing makes sense. Yeah, no, it's just, as they say, right. They give the, uh, the, the hardest battles to the, to the strongest fighters. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I see that. And I'm really, I'm really elated to see what you've been able to make of the ingredients that you were thrown, the, the hand you were dealt. Yeah. And uh, so we've talked about one of your businesses. Uh, I, I want to get to the one specifically though, that you, you help with entrepreneurs uh, and helping them double their business or, you know, 50%. I, I consider that a double. Uh, now, what is it called? Um, the course. Oh gosh. You're taking me. I usually talk about entire productions or memoir Sherpa, which is the memoir course. This is scaling beyond your first million. And really I'm working with people that have 250,000 in revenue to about five, six, seven million. That's where, um, you know, at that point, people are usually um, at a plateau or they need like a strategic partnership. And I kind of hand them off to another organization. Um, So I work one-on-one, but I have a course that I've developed and it really is uh, everything that I learned before I learned how to do it right, right? (laughs) And what not to do. And then I was in the Goldman Sachs 10,000 businesses um, through EO. I studied at uh, MIT and Harvard and have all these incredible advisors. And then there's that gut instinct that I think pushes me up over the top a bit um, over maybe other people that have had that education. And I've culled everything together and have created this course that I lead you through um, to help you. And it's everything I wanted, or I should have had the first 15 years I had a business, but I didn't know enough. Maybe I wasn't in the right mindset. Um, Maybe I wasn't in the right place in my life to find those learnings and those advisors and mentors. So again, I really like, I, I, I don't know. I said something like to, little things that I tell people just as an aside, they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. That's going to make all the difference. Again, it's similar to when someone reads the book and says, oh my gosh, you know, whatever it is that they have to say, it makes me feel good. The currency is the dopamine hit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. And it's funny you mentioned EO. I got my start in podcasting by helping EO Global, EO Mexico, EO New York. Oh. And uh, yeah, I think there were, I worked with also Kalika Yap and EO oh, LA. Oh, yeah, the Wonder yeah. Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Dave, EO360, I think as well. Uh, okay. So yeah, I got. I, I actually cut my teeth in learning how to speak <laughs> with CEOs <laughs> from there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I owe a lot to EO. In fact, my, I met uh, Cal Fussman, one of my mentors through that. So entrepreneurship is just the thing where, and you're a classic example of this. And Jason is too, of like, you strive not only to improve your own lot in life, but you can't, you simply can't stand by and watch others who can be better, not achieve their fullest potential at the same time. Uh, and it's just something that I think is so empowering about being surrounded by entrepreneurs and the community is, it's not, stuck to a vertical structure like corporate would be it's right. it's it's this it's this horizontal global 
It's Network. this beautiful club we all belong to. Like it is, <laughs> it is like the best membership, just being an entrepreneur. Um, and then when you find things like EO or, you know, the various organizations that you can find yourself in or masterminds, I don't know. It's like hog heaven for me. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's the real deal. So uh, in the interest of time, I, I want to do a few things. Okay. Um, I, and I hope this is okay. Uh, number one, I want to make sure without a shadow of a doubt, people know how to get a hold of you, like uh, what mm. links website, yeah. things of that nature. I would just go to official miller.com to start your, your adventure with me and everything kind of links from there. The book mm. is available everywhere, but again, I don't mind at all if you buy the paperback, hardback, or the Kindle. That's cool. But if you want an immersive experience, get the Audible. Yeah, I love that. I love that you make it in that direction too. I've got to, I got to learn about that. And I also need to check out the audiobook. Um, <laughs> Jason, do you have any questions before I start gearing towards the end of the? Yeah, I would. I would just say that, you know. It's been very, very pleasurable to have this conversation. And, you know, it's not, we do a lot of these types of things, right? And you have a lot of them and some of them are just like, yeah, yeah, well, that one was okay. You know, so on and so forth. But, but you know, when you really hit it mm-hmm. and, and this one really hit it, there's, if you paid attention, even just 5% through this, you would have picked up some really, really good things that are helpful for you, helpful for your business to help you move the needle forward. And, you know, so much that uh, actually brought the feelings of tearing up, but I'm going to keep it together here (laughs) and prepare myself for the questions to come. Yeah, no, uh, you definitely have a, you have a presence about you as a, as an entrepreneur that I think, I think you're in the right place. Uh, what you're doing with your career, and uh, which is why I think if a young leader or would-be entrepreneur was listening, mm-hmm. what would you what would you say to the younger version of yourself or mm-hmm. to the to a young leader in general? So, a young leader that may um, have gone through some, you know, trauma. By the way, I'm learning this, and I I need to see the real data. But I'm hearing that 75 percent of successful people have had a traumatic life experience. It makes sense. But you know what we don't do is we don't wear it on our sleeves. So we can't necessarily tell, but I'm here to like crack everyone open. As you can tell my advice to someone who uh, wants to get ahead of in life that might have some setbacks is no one is coming to save you. No one, there'll be people around to help you, uh, you know, a little bit along the way, some more than others. But the the thing is, is that you are most likely able to save yourself. And had I known that and and stopped looking outside of myself earlier, I would have been a little bit further ahead emotionally. I love that. You do have within your power, within your ability, the tools needed to save yourself, Mm -hmm. to solve your problems. And you don't have to find it somewhere else. You were given what you needed. Yeah, not with a relationship, necessarily a business partner. You don't need someone to come in and just scoop you out. If you're in debt, you don't need someone to come in and wipe the debt off. There's, you know, there's ways that you can do it that gives you um, even a stronger fa- core foundation. 
It's the ownership, ownership yeah. part, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. When you own it, it's yours. Mm-hmm. When you deal with it, it's yours. When you fix it, you can be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Um, yeah. With that said, there, there is a big finale question uh, that I do like to ask as I close yeah. things out. I hope you'll indulge me. Um, yeah. Again, I, we talked about it earlier too. It's like, if you could have invited anybody here today, Natasha, and I mean, anybody dead or alive to have sat here, joined the conversation, maybe even contributed. Mm-hmm. Who would you have loved to have had here and why? There's actually so many people, but I'll name one. And that is a man by the name of Bobby Sharp. He is no longer with us, but he wrote the song that many of uh, pe- many of you will know. Jason will know. Philip, not sure about you. It's called Unchain My Heart. Uh, Ray oh, Charles yeah. and Joe Cocker. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. And I worked together. Um, I recorded two CDs of his music. I recorded him. He and I were musical partners for 10 years, and he was my non-romantic soulmate. And man, he would just be so happy for me to see where I have ended up. Not that there's not a lot more to go, right? But here I am today. (laughs) He would have really appreciated, and he would have really appreciated his hand in the things that he helped me with. That's cute. Yeah. Unchain my heart. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, know the, I know the gym. I know Ray Charles. I love Ray Charles. Godfather is soul. <laughs> Sing it, brother. Sing it. Yeah. My version of that song is in two major motion pictures. No way. Yeah. Ah. The Natasha, bank job with Jason it. Statham. Yeah. It paid for my daughter's uh, private school in high school. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Now I'm going to go look for the movie. It's probably on Netflix. I'm going to check it out. Uh, Oh, wow. Natasha, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, Just a great reminder uh, to get a hold of yourself, pull it together, (laughs) accept your circumstances and take a step forward. That's really at the end of the day, what we're looking at. And uh, thank you so much for inviting people to put the trust back in who they are and what they're capable of. It was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, That's my piece. I'm sure Jason has his own sign off. Yeah. And I always say this, that we have 168 hours in a week and you decided to spend an hour here with us today. And that is meaningful, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that with us. And I think we had a lot of discoveries here today (laughs) that are going to be very good for the audience. And that's very appreciative for sure. Thank you so much for having me, for choosing me. (laughs) Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Llanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and always remember, if you can dream it, and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.